When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest episode of the 1871 podcast. And we're with you on a Wednesday evening this time. Now, we were due to have Reading's current head of commercial, Tim Fitzpatrick, on tonight's episode. But that episode will now be happening next week instead. So what we do for tonight's episode is we'll take a look back at last night's 1-0 defeat against Sheffield United. And we'll look ahead to the next game coming up um, on Saturday at home to Millwall. And we'll have a catch up on the latest situation with the Royals and also a little bit of a chat about um, how we think the remaining games might play out and looking ahead to the summer and all that sort of thing. So um, before we do that, just want to let you know what's coming up for you over the next few days on the 1871 podcast. So we haven't yet been able to confirm when Leroy Lita will be our guest. He, He said he's happy to to come on but we haven't confirmed when that's going to be yet um so we'll let you know of course as and when that's confirmed and then tomorrow we've got something a bit different for you we'll have two guests with us from reading royals ice hockey team in reading in pennsylvania and we'll be talking to them about what they do to engage with their fans and their local community in reading in pennsylvania and maybe making a comparison or two with what Reading FC Royals in Royal Berkshire do in that respect. So just be interesting to get a different perspective on that. So that's um, tomorrow evening, Thursday evening. That was due to be going out on Friday evening, but we've brought that episode forward 24 hours. So it's going out um, on Thursday evening, tomorrow evening, and that's available anytime from 7pm tomorrow. And then on Sunday, looking forward to this, We'll be bringing you our Reading FC quiz so you can test your knowledge about the Royals um, and you can tune in to have a listen to that and have a go at our quiz anytime from 10 a.m. on Sunday. So um, that's what's coming up over the next few days. And just to remind you that all episodes are available to listen to anytime to suit you. 
So Dylan Kerr isn't with us for this episode as his team, Marumo Gallants, have been playing in the CAF Confederation Cup against Uzma Alger. I think that's how you pronounce it, not sure. Um, but they won that game 2-0, which means they go top of their group. And the CAF Confederation Cup in Africa is a bit like the Europa League. So well done to Dylan and looking forward to welcoming you back on um, an episode soon. He's not with us for tomorrow night's episode either, but um, hopefully we'll get him back very soon. So well done to Dylan. So Johnny, let's talk about last night's game. Another defeat, 1-0 at home to Sheffield United. And of course, it's always disappointing when you lose at home. And that's now two defeats in the last two games and no goals scored. So um, disappointing for Reading, of course. Uh, And yes, it was a home defeat. But I think it's fair to say that Sheffield United are a better side than Reading. I don't think there'll be too many arguments about that. So it's not a huge surprise. I had a feeling um, it might not go Reading's way last night. But of course, we're all hoping for at least a point from that game. And actually, I think it was a reasonable performance from Reading despite defeat. Certainly an improvement on on Saturday. Um, Sheffield United had a bit more possession. But actually, Reading had more shots, although Sheffield United had... Four efforts on target compared to three for Reading. Um, so not a terrible performance from Reading. Improvement from the game at Middlesbrough, of course. And in the other results last night, Huddersfield were held to a nil-nil draw at home to Bristol City. And Wigan lost 1-0 at West Brom. So here's how things stand. Reading currently have 44 points. But of course, we're expecting that six-point deduction. So that would take us back to 38 points, which would have been good enough to stay up last season. And Blackpool, Huddersfield and Wigan, the bottom three, they all have 32 points. And Reading and all of the teams below them have played 35 games. So 11 games to go. And with the six-point deduction, that means Reading will be six points clear of the bottom three with 11 games left. Um, Now, as you know, Johnny, I think we'll be safe. I'm feeling fairly confident about that. And and Reading's form is six points in the last five games, despite the defeat last night. It's still six points for Reading from their last five games. And that compares to the form of the bottom three, which is as follows. So Blackpool and Huddersfield have picked up four points in their last five games. And Wigan at the bottom have picked up three points in their last five games. And obviously, the teams in the bottom three tend to pick up fewer points than the mid-table teams, which is why they're in the bottom three. So that win um, for Reading against Blackpool means we'll be six points ahead of them rather than level on points after the six-point deduction. So that was um, that was a big win for Reading. Um, Johnny, tell me, tell me your thoughts about last night's game obviously a defeat disappointing but um you'd have to say an improved performance yeah look, it's it's, it's noticed you know the effort's always there it's the it's the missing quality you know and that's you know the difference between the two sides you know Sheffield went uh, Sheffield United got the depth um they took their chance um you know that's we had I think you know a couple of chances for Andy Carroll um but you know it's 
it's one of those games really that you know, I think they've been puffed and puffed and, and, and there wasn't the end products and they could probably still be playing now and not score. That's why Sheffield went uh, Sheffield United are second and, and we're where we are. That you know, they've got depth, you know, they've got Premier League players that played there last year, um, you know, in that squad and they've got depth on the bench. And, you know, as as it says, we've got kind of a mismatch of of whatever. But it you know, you know, you can't fault their effort for the cause. I just think sometimes you know, with, with Andy Carroll, we get sucked into playing one way to him up front. Um, and I personally felt we played better before we signed him when we had Joe up front. Mate. I, I don't know. It just, you know, you kind of, I think players get panicked and they see Andy Carroll. It's like, we just got to get the ball to him when it's like, she's a different kind of player to that. He's a better player than that. Um, you know, and it's, it's still, you know, he, he still runs the show. He does what he does. Losing Mate to an injury didn't help. I think he, he was coming back to his best, you know, that the pace that he's got. But we don't have that decisive player like John Swift, you know, the game changer. That's where you miss a player like that in a game like that last night. Somebody that can do something out of the blue. Ince is probably the closest we've got to it. Um, and the rest is, you know, playing kind of still a fairly defensive way of having, you know, wing backs, three at the back. Um, but that's that's all we've got. I, I do, my you know, my personal opinion is he could have made the subs earlier. Uh, you know, Femi Aziz deserves a chance to, you know, you know, 10 minutes to go, five minutes to go. It's you know, not really giving it a chance to, to put the mark on the game when it was it was needed to be done earlier. Yeah, and, and I think it's um, it's worth putting it all into context because Ince, um, Paul Ince has come out recently and said, look, you know, we've got what we've got because of the transfer embargo yeah. and all that sort of thing. Um, this is the squad of players we, we've got. You know, we can't just go out and play the type of football that teams like, you know, uh, Middlesbrough, Sheffield United, Burnley are playing. We we just haven't got the players for that. So it, that that's what he's come out and said. And you know, there's been criticism levelled against him for being negative. And you've said that, Johnny, um, as well. And and obviously, a lot of the fans are unhappy, um, disappointed. Obviously, no no points and no goals from two games. But um, I've had a message in from a Reading fan, Union Carr, who was at the game last night, and, and he said, um, to kind of put a bit of context on it, and I think he's right, actually, so I'll, I'll read his message out. Um, so this is Union Carr, Reading fan, um, for many, many years, who was at the game last night. He said, I, I thought Sheffield United moved the ball around quite well, but um, lacked in the final third. And to give some credit to Paul Ince, he chose um, a fairly good defensive balance. Um, we fought well, as you said, Johnny, but didn't really have an out ball in the first half. Long and Carroll both playing deeper and deeper and balls getting higher and higher. And actually, it's quite good to go in half time at nil-nil. Um, now, Yunan says he thought it was no surprise that Ince didn't switch anything around at half time. Um, and it was pretty much the same again until they scored. He thought um, Shane Long should have been subbed uh, as he clearly looked out of breath after a couple of lung-bursting runs. Um, and next thing, he misunderstands Nesta Guinness's pass and they take advantage by scoring. Um, he also thought that Zhao 
should have been coming on a bit, bit like you said, Johnny. Um, he thought he should have come on early in the second half to get in into things and and maybe grind down their defence. Um, and he he said perhaps it's it's a fault of nineties players who are now managers, for example, Southgate and Ince and so on. Maybe they just don't want to sub early enough. And that has been a criticism, hasn't it, levelled at, at Paul Ince that he doesn't seem to make want to make those substitutions early. Um, yeah. Union says he thought Sire was the best of our team and a um, little bit of a shout out to Dan and Carol and their experience, he thinks, will see us through what is a difficult time, obviously. Um, he thinks we'll beat the weaker teams with the effort that we showed last night. Um, he said also, and, and this is kind of understandable, I think, he, he thought the atmosphere was subdued to say the least. And also he was surprised that Sheffield United didn't bring a bigger crowd. Um, sorry, he's saying that he thought that uh, a team like Sheffield United would would bring a, a bigger crowd. Um, yeah. Not that Sheffield United wouldn't bring more down. I, I misunderstood what he said there. So he thought it would be a bigger crowd. Um, and uh, he was disappointed that they, he didn't seem to be able to find a roundup on BBC Berkshire for the way home. Well, you can listen to this now, Union, and uh, <laughs> and this is our roundup. Um, and he says, finally, welcome back to Liam Moore, um, who was subjected to a bit of booing, but actually shown some resilience um, against what Union feels is the unfair statement um, put out by the previous management, which uh, a, a lot of you will agree with so um, actually, as Reading fans, we should stand up for him during a tough time with his form and, and injury. So that's a view from just one Reading fan. Um, and I, I think, you know, putting it all in, in context, we are where we are now. Every, everyone's got 11 games to go. Um, I think we'd, we'd be safe. We we probably just need a, a few points. I, I think we'll we'll be... Um, I don't know about comfortably, but I think there'll be a gap between us and the the um, relegation sides at the end of the season. Um, what's your view? I'd say, I'd say you know, you've got eleven games to go. If, you know, from what's happened in the past, looking ahead and looking you know forward positively, eleven games. You'd look and say, well, you should probably win three of those. Yeah, and and a draw maybe. You know, being being you know. So you're looking at ten points. That puts sixteen points clear with the du- deduction. With you know, so they've then got to win six games. You know, you, you kind of if, if you win, if you don't win three out of eleven games, with the, even with the squad we got, really, then you know you, you, you're asking for trouble. But you know they've got they've got winnable games coming up. That you, you would certainly think three of that they could get three wins, and that's just a number I've come up with out of my head. You know, but yeah, or yeah. Or, or one, you know. Two wins and three draws. Yeah, yeah, like something like that. You know, we've got, we've got, you know, there's there's lower league, lower place teams to play against, and there's always going to be a surprise result along the way. They'll always pick up something up that you won't expect, and might go the other way as well. They lose a game they not expect, but um, you know, that's that's where they're at. But you know, the, the, the positive thing is that we are six points clear. You know, with yeah. the deduction, which yeah. you know, if we were in the Maya and we were level. I would worry a lot more because you'd be thinking, oh, yeah. sugar, you know, you're, you're dragged down, right down to the level. But I think, you know, yeah. Saturday's again another cup final against Millwall where you go win that one. That That's the breathing space again, but, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's going to be another tough game. Uh, just over a year ago, I think it was, wasn't it? One one nil defeat at home to Millwall. Um, so their their form is um, last five games, two wins, two draws and a defeat. Um, obviously, generally, um, generally speaking, lately, Reading have been doing quite well at home. Uh, it was certainly an improved performance, wasn't it, last night? And if you look at the um, the games coming up, so it's Millwall on Saturday, uh, away to Blackburn, which obviously is going to be a tough game. They're, they're in fourth at the moment and their form's really good. So um, last uh, last five games for Blackburn, they've only um, they've won all, they've won four and, and drawn one. Yeah. So they're, they're going really well. So that's going to be um, a tough game for Reading away at Blackburn. And, and then we've got Hull, who, who are, you know, pretty much exactly where Reading are, just a point ahead at the moment. Um, and then afterwards, just looking ahead to the April fixtures, away to Bristol City, home to Birmingham, away to Preston, home to Burnley. That'll be interesting. Uh, home to Luton, chasing promotion, of course. Away to Coventry, are going really well. Home to Wigan, um, who looks like they're kind of possibly the favourites to go down at the moment. And then um, into May, away away to Huddersfield. So, you know, <laughs> we've still got to play Huddersfield. We've still got to play Wigan. We've yeah. beaten Blackpool. So, look, I think in summary, I'm I'm feeling really confident that, that we'll be safe. And actually, what it's about for me is, you know, try and try and put on a, a show for the fans. Um, you know, it, it the actual style of play isn't to a lot of Reading fans liking, is it at the moment? But it's all about get to the end of the season, get all the embargo and everything out of the way, um, start again. So I think we'll be safe, and I think next season will start sort of moving in the right direction. Is that how you see it or do you see it differently, Johnny? Uh, look, I, I, you know, I always be under the cups half empty. I think, you know, I always do worry, you know, you, you know, teams do, teams do have a bad run and we could have a bad run. Team, you know, it's, that's the way the championship goes, isn't it? You know, team, the bottom yeah. could still get a three, a run of three games, but trying to, you know, looking at realistically, you know, six points clear, the games we've got, you know, you, you, I hope it just doesn't come down to having to play Wigan and Huddersfield and we need them to get something, just the Reading way of doing things to stress us all out. But like, looking aside from that and the bigger picture, it, you know, the summer is where, you know, hopefully, hopefully the embargo is done. Hopefully we can start again. Hopefully we can start looking forward. Hopefully we've learned from the, all the mistakes. I see Di Young was there last night, wasn't he? I think. From, There's a lot, of the a lot of hopefullys in there, Johnny. <laughs> well, it is because I think we don't know what's going on again. No, you know, it's it's, it's it's until we know, like you know, we didn't know this point deduction was coming until a week ago, and that came pretty much out of the blue. Yeah. From you know, so I don't know what else the AFL is up their sleeve, and I wouldn't be surprised what. Well, well I what goes uh, on. I thought it was really interesting to chat to James Earnshaw from the Reading Chronicle on Monday night because obviously he's not inside the club as such, but he's quite close to. Uh, he's quite close to the, to the club in respect that he speaks to Paul Ince on a mm. regular basis, and and his view um, is that um, probably we'll we'll kind of you know get to the end of the season, hopefully stay up, and then we can have a reset, 
put everything behind us. And and he said, I, th- I think he says something along the lines of things are moving in the right direction. So I think there's something to look forward to for next season. Um, and I think we just, at the moment, like the old football cliche, we just take it one game at a time, starting with Saturday. I do think we'll be safe. I'm really confident about that. Um, I think we'll get enough points, not only to stay up, but to have a, a sort of gap um, in terms of points. And, and also, you know, I don't I don't think we'll finish in the same position as last year. I think we'll be um, clear and, and we'll do it possibly with two or three games to go at least. That's my view. Um, in terms of um, Saturday, the Millwall game, do you want to see more of the same um, that we saw from Reading last night? Or, you know, would will that be good enough to beat Millwall or do they need to be doing something different, Johnny? Um, yeah, look, it's a different different approach, different game. Millwall, a different team. Um, yeah, it's... I think he has to just take it a game at a time. Um and you know we'll we'll go there on Saturday and aim for the three points, play the play the best way we can, and go for it. You know I just don't think we, we just can't keep playing negative. Yeah, all right. Well, Johnny, thanks a lot for that. I think um, just uh, just to finish up, um, obviously Millwall and then Blackburn away coming up. So two big games for Reading. Um, that's it for this episode. And, and just a reminder that on. Thursday evening, tomorrow evening, we'll be joined by two guests from Reading Royals ice hockey team in Reading in Pennsylvania. And that episode is available from 7pm tomorrow. Um, That's Thursday. So then on Sunday, we'll be bringing you our Reading FC quiz. Um, Looking forward to that. So tune in anytime from 10am on Sunday and you'll have a chance to test your Royals knowledge. So that's on on Sunday and all episodes are available to listen to any time to suit you. So all that leaves me to say is thank you to Johnny and uh, look forward to um, the next episode. Johnny, finally, before we go, let's have a prediction from you for, for Saturday. And also, can you tell me if you change the starting lineup before we go? Um, I'm going to go to 2-1. And to change the starting line, do you know what I would do? This is a personal opinion. If Andy Carroll's listening, please don't have a go at me. I would actually put Carroll on the bench. I think he's more effective. We play a different way. You bring Carroll or Long on 30 minutes who, to go. Who would you start? With? I, I'd, I'd, I'd start with Jow and Aziz. Something different. Just play. Just go different with what we've got. Um, give Aziz a chance with Jow, a bit of pace. See if Jow can kickstart his game again, because obviously he's not been playing great. Um, and rest Carroll for you know, give him give him a breather as well because he's been playing every game um, for the last you know number of games. You know, bring him on with thirty minutes to go. He offers a different option. I'm not you know, I think we haven't got a lot of other options width wise, you know, depth wise in central mid or you know now especially Mate's not there. I'd start Mate if he was fit, but he's not. Um, but that would be one option. Then you know. Rest, Kind of the team kind of picks itself, really, doesn't it? Because you've got Yeard on the, the, the central defenders, it's Holmes, it's um, Saar, and Benge might come in at some, you know, but it's really just juggling with what we've got to hopefully get 
a winning combination. But you know, it's not all doom and gloom because we still got you know we still got guys that can score goals. You know, Carroll can score, Jal can score, Long can score. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree with you. And um, yeah, let's uh, keep our fingers crossed. It. We we obviously none of us predicted that um, we'd get beat by. Sheffield United, but I don't think it's a massive surprise that that we did. Um, obviously, we were hopeful more than expectant, I think. So so that's it for this episode. Johnny's prediction, 2-1 win on Saturday. So if you believe that, it's obviously worth going along and watching the game. Um, so let's, let's hope for that. There were a lot of hopefullys in that, but um, I think we've got some cause for a little bit of optimism that that Reading are, are going to do what they need to do to stay up, starting hopefully with three points on Saturday. So that's it for for now. Thanks for listening in. And uh, next episode is tomorrow evening. Sports Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.